0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Switch Into Plan B podcast. I'm Jumbo.
1: And I'm Robin.
0: And in this one, we are reviewing the Austrian Grand Prix where Charles has a sticky pedal, Carlos's car goes up in flames, and the stewards get strict on track limits. Tires are okay for Plan B. So, like Imola, I think it was, we actually forgot that this was a sprint weekend again.
1: Yeah, we're not very good at keeping track of these. (laughs) No, we
0: always forget. Um, So it was a sprint weekend. So that meant qualifying on Friday, which you're not that big a fan of because you always miss the first part because you don't work. And then obviously we have the race on the, oh, the sprint race on the Saturday, which then determines the grid for
1: the race on the Sunday. Yeah.
0: We do this every time. Thoughts on the sprint race and just sprint in general?
1: I think... um, if you're there that weekend, and I guess maybe that is what they're looking for—the experience of a part of the people actually there—it makes the the weekend a bit more exciting because you get to see two two bigger races. If that makes yeah. sense, I know that there is F two and and W series, and I think F three as well. Uh, normally, I don't think there was W series this week. No,
0: F three and F two. Yeah, this
1: week. but like normally there are other things that you can watch at the same as well. But F one kind of racing. You get two races, basically, in one weekend, which is nice. Um, Watching the races, though, um, I feel like after the first couple of laps, the grid is already decided.
0: Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of it um, initially. This weekend, I kind of changed my perspective a little bit. I'm getting more used to it. And I've got a few mates that aren't that into F1, but they tune in every now and then. And they like the sprint race because it's something to watch. And you get highly competitive people, like the drivers going at it. And it's also much better, as Martin Brundle said, than watching free practice.
1: Yeah, that is true. Yeah. So it
0: is it is better. It's actually more entertaining from that side of it. And I think maybe we're looking at this the wrong way. But the way how I think this could get even better, and we've seen it in Brazil last year, and a little bit this year with Checo at Austria, that if you have a car that's further back, that's actually quick, coming through the field, we see a lot more action. Yeah. And also the track has to be a track where you can do it. Because Imola, I don't think a sprint race worked there but here in austria the red ball ring i feel like it worked a lot better today would you agree
1: yeah yeah i guess so
0: i still feel like that what they should do and well i know we still bang on about the sprint and we will get to the actual sprint but i still think do qualifying on the friday um and then have that qualifying done for sunday's race and in the sprint race be flipped championship order so max and charl be right at the back with each other so it's more like off. f2 yeah, a little bit. But if you have reverse championship order, it means that teams like Williams will be right at the front. Like Latifi's actually going to be leading a lap. Yeah. But like he never gets that opportunity. So I think that, that would be more interesting for me.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that would be quite interesting.
0: Because then it doesn't really matter what happens in that because you've already got the grid determined for
1: the actual... Sunday. Yeah, yeah, so it's
0: just like a fun thing to do instead of practice.
1: You could also argue that then there's no incentive for people to do well. There's points on offer. Okay, so the points are still are still there.
0: And if you think about it, let's does manage to hold on and win. That's what, eight more points to him? He's not going to... Yeah. Unless he has a, f- a fluky weekend and manages to get eight points from some weekend, he's, you're not going to get the opportunity, are you? That's no. what I mean. He just yeah. keeps, And then, I don't know, I, for me, that, that would work better. Um, but we could go around here all day just giving out ideas. Um, so let's crack on with what actually happened in the sprint. So it was a bit crazy, actually, the beginning of the sprint. Uh, Alonso didn't start. No. Yeah, he, he had his tire covers still on, and it's the funniest thing. Yeah. He's still on the jacks and his tire covers on. Um I do you remember what that was actually wrong with it. I think it was an engine problem.
1: I think it was I think it was electronics.
0: Okay. I'm not sure what happened there, to be honest, but Alonso didn't start, uh, which was a shame. And then Joe on the formation lap, his engine just cut out, so he had to do another formation lap.
1: Yeah, yeah, so it, was it was a bit <laughs> crazy. It was a
0: bit crazy. Um and then obviously the race started uh and hamilton came together yeah that was a little bit interesting in terms of this is the second week where we've had someone hit the rear wheel and a car almost jumped
1: yes yeah uh
0: yeah we also had the ferraris kind of battling each other instead of working together to try and catch max um, which was a little bit detrimental because max almost just coasted to a sprint win really didn't he
1: yeah uh, i mean You can can take it two ways, can you? You can work together to try and catch up with Max and then one of them win or they can race as if they aren't in the same team as if they're individuals Mm. Um, and that's kind of what they did. I don't feel like Ferrari have ever been very good at getting their drivers to work together.
0: Yeah, I would probably agree with that.
1: Um, So they normally just say they let them do what they want to do on track, which when it was Leclerc and Vettel that didn't really work very well. But but yeah, I think they're fighting for P1, yeah. working together.
0: But to to contradict that, if you're second and third, and let's say when when we play, or when I play video games online, you're playing Grand Turismo or F1, you kind of want to work with the guy in front so I'll get in front of him and then you, he'll get the DRS and get in front of me and I'll get the DRS. And then you sort of rotate each yeah. sort of DRS section and you pull each other along so then you can actually battle for the win. Does that make sense? Because yeah. instead of... Carlos has come third, Charles has come second, but one of them could have come first if they'd actually worked together. Yeah. Does that make sense? You you can then battle each other when, we could have had a three-way battle for the lead, but instead we didn't because they didn't do that. And obviously like you don't necessarily have to be in a team to do that either. That's just sort of racing knowledge. But I do feel like there is a bit of a power, maybe not a power shift, but I think that both drivers are trying to assert their dominance in the team at the moment, aren't they? Yeah. Obviously Max is number one at Red Bull. As much as we like Checo, Checo is is not going to win a title, I don't think. They're going to put all their resource behind Max. And even the car has been developed more towards Max because they've even said that it's more to the liking of Max now than it was at the beginning of the season.
1: Mm.
0: Whereas we don't have that Ferrari yet.
1: No, but I would assume that they slightly favour Leclerc more.
0: I think so. I think Carlos was almost brought into that team to be a second driver, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And... On raw pace, I think, look, clerk nine times out of ten, is going to beat Carlos. Yeah. Um, Alex Albon had a very eventful sprint race.
1: I know, bless him. It wasn't very good.
0: No. So he got a five-second penalty for pushing Lando off the track at turn three at the top of the hill. Yeah. I feel like this is where inconsistencies happen. Yeah. Track limits and defending what is allowed, what is not allowed.
1: Because sometimes it's okay to squeeze someone out and other times it's not okay
0: well even this weekend we've had some instances where it's fine and then it's not fine and then it's it's a mess and i just don't get it i don't get why we have said this before why don't i have stewards that are there for the whole year just like go sign a contract to a student say look you're going to be here every race for this year so at least we get a consistent year
1: but aren't stewards volunteers
0: doesn't matter you make it paid position so at least we get consistency does that make sense yeah because you you have this in other sports like referees in football and stuff, you have a different referee for each game, yeah. And you get inconsistent decisions, but that kind of makes sense. But in a sport where you could have the same refere- the same referees essentially or stewards for the that sport for the whole year, why would you not do that if you want consistency in your sport, keep it the same? Don't yeah, it's tr- like changing the rules every every race weekend. Which, to be honest, they seem to be doing this technical directive as well. But, um. Anyway, we're getting a little bit off topic. Albon got a five-second penalty. Yeah. I feel like it was a little bit harsh. I actually don't think it was as bad as the one between Max and Leclerc from 2019, where they actually hit. Max sort of knocked Leclerc off, whereas this was sort of Lando just got run wide. And I think because there's a sausage curve there as well. He almost rode the sausage. Sounded very weird. but um, And that just sort of unsettled the car as well. And I think that made it look worse than it actually was. Right. Um, so in my opinion, that was a bit harsh, but I understand it. And then he also got away with a penalty with Seb, where he actually knocked him off into the gravel trap, which I thought was worse, Yeah. but got away with that one. So I was like, how does this work?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Which then resulted to a big discussion, um, I think, from what we heard from Ted's notebook on... Driving
0: standards, I think it was, in the driver's meetings, wasn't it?
1: The debrief, yeah.
0: Which actually Seb... Allegedly, or has been fined for walking out.
1: Yeah, because he said that they weren't really getting anywhere, and if it wasn't going to sort itself out, he was just going to leave, and he did.
0: But if the drivers can't agree, right, and us as the fans can't fully agree, like there's big problems there. They're making this a bigger grey area than it needs to be again. But Um, it's not
1: about the drivers agreeing. It's about, I guess, FIA just saying
0: this is allowed. This this is the rule.
1: This is the rule. You're allowed to do this, and you're not not allowed to do that. And and it's gonna be like that for all the races. And then whether the drivers think that's okay or not, that's irrelevant.
0: Yeah, the, the other thing is that where where we've got some areas of the tracks, so obviously they're defined by the white lines. There's a lot of talk about that, and we'll get onto track limits as well later. But I don't understand. In the old days, we used to just have grass off the track. Where you've got these runoff areas and sausage curbs and all of this, it makes it worse because drivers do take advantage of that.
1: Yeah. Um Johnny,
0: yeah, uh, Johnny Herbert.
1: Johnny Herbert was saying that if you do move the line, they're just gonna try ah, and go they, further. They would. Yeah, exactly. So it, it should literally be the outer wheel should not go past. Yeah, the track. You have to stay within the track. And if they need to make changes to the tracks to allow for that, then that's what they have to do. Because I do feel like the tracks do need to become a bit wider because the cars are getting so much wider than mm. they used to be.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Um, they might as well just make the tracks much wider and make it so that you have to stay within the white line. Your whole car has to stay within the white line.
0: Yeah, but uh, that's 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 no different to what it currently is essentially. But it just means that you can't go over it at all. Yeah. I, I guess you need to place it really strictly, which they kind of did this weekend. Anyway, we're getting a little bit. We'll come back to this because we're still sticking with the sprint, um, and we're getting really sidetracked. Uh, So, Albon did get one penalty, but not another penalty. He also got Checo, who flew through the field. So, he had a strange weekend, didn't he? So, he got into Q3, despite doing track limits, as we were just talking about. Cut one of the corners. I think it was turn eight. He cut one of the corners. They didn't review it during Q2. So, he was in Q3. Then got disqualified from Q3. And demoted back to where he was at the end of Q2 before that lap was. So he ended up P13 despite qualifying like sixth.
1: Mm, Yeah. Which was
0: weird. It was really weird. It also then meant Pierre Gasly who would have got into the Q3 session then didn't get a chance to be in Q3. Again, like just a massive, they just made that much more difficult than they needed to. They could have suspended Q3 whilst they were looking at it. I've got no qualms with them just waiting five minutes to get the right decision. Yeah. And then we go into Q3.
1: Yeah because it's not fair um and as red bull did kick off a little bit they used up their resources they 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 used up tires they pushed you know they've got
0: mileage on that power unit yeah and the, they obviously to take risks you know if checo's going in the car at 180 miles an hour that is a risk you're taking yeah that person so I totally agree with that. By the way, I think that's that's right. They do have a point.
1: No, they do have a point. Um, and I, yeah, I didn't say that it, it wasn't right for them to say that. Uh, it was just that, yeah, it's it's not not fair to have done that because it's not just Checo that then, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. um, didn't benefit from it. It's also Gasly could have maybe become gotten a bit higher up in the field where he didn't get a chance to do to do anything. So, yeah.
0: Um. So yeah. Obviously, he started. Uh, p13 for checo but i thought he was one of the ones that made it quite exciting the sprint because he came flying through the field and finished yeah. uh p5 i've got my notes there so yeah uh, that's that was quite exciting um obviously you'd expect that with red bull being one of the top two cars on the grid at the moment um and it does just show how good the top two teams are yeah because he was so much faster than some of the other cars that he was getting past so yeah I've written Schumacher and Schumacher have a great battle, but it's supposed to be Schumacher and Hamilton. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I was also thinking, <laughs> you've who gone, do back you mean? A, gone
0: back a couple of decades there, <laughs> Ralph and Michael going at it. Um, no, so Mick and uh, Lewis had a great battle in the sprint.
1: They did, yeah.
0: Um, I do feel like, don't I really like Mick. He seems like a really nice guy. But people like absolutely love him. And I I don't think it was a bad performance, don't get me wrong, but I don't think it was as amazing as some people were making out on social media. They were going, you know, he's defended a seven-time world champion. But I was also thinking, Lewis crashed in qualifying. So as Toto said, he basically had a barn door of a rear wing, which was massive because it didn't have the lowest downforce rear wing. So it wasn't as quick. Mick also had DRS from his teammate. Yeah. As soon as he lost DRS from Magnussen, Lewis got passed. Yeah. So I was a bit like... You have to take it with a pinch of salt. Like, yes, it was good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking anything away from Schumacher. You still got defend from Lewis. Yeah. But I don't think it was as amazing as everyone was making out. I understand also the car differences as well. Like here's a Mercedes versus a Haas.
1: I think it's where we don't have favorite drivers. If, yeah. if, if Mick was your favorite driver, you'd be very biased towards and say, oh my goodness, he's amazing. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. We, we don't really have that. We just see, we just like pretty much everyone.
0: Yeah, I mean, we we do like Carlos because I feel like he's a bit underrated. So you wanted to do do well. Yeah. Um, but you are right. I I don't have someone that I I absolutely love that I'm in up there full fan gear going absolutely nuts.
1: Yeah, no. Like,
0: I just like seeing good racing.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: Um, and it to be fair, it was good racing and he did do really well. But I just feel like, I don't know, sometimes I just feel like I don't get why everyone was going nuts for it. I had I
1: understand. But
0: <laughs> I, I feel like I'm going to get a lot of hate in the comments <laughs> here, but... I, i'd say i love the guy but i don't think it was as amazing as people were saying um but he was going back to mick was really angry you look like his dad yeah it's, i think someone's got a picture of it because i said when we were watching the interview i said blimey you look like his dad mm. when his dad was annoyed um yeah he had that look on him and i thought oh we might be starting to see like a i'm a bit of an alpha male sort of f1 driver coming through a little bit
1: yeah i think he did need a little bit more like um I guess something to fight for yeah. Um, so that get we get a bit more better. Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. We get better performance from him. Mm. Uh, something to, to kind of, I think he said like a light that fire Yeah. Uh, in one of his interviews. And that, that is kind of what we've see, been seeing for the last two weeks, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's,
0: it's like we said last week with Carlos, where he got his elbows out with better... Uh, Verstappen, yeah. I was like, these are nice guys, but on the track you do have to be a little bit, there has to be a nasty, not a nasty side, but there has to be a, no, no, you're not just going to walk over me. You have yeah. to stand up for yourself a little bit. I think he's yeah. starting to get that with Mick, which I think is good. Yeah. And he's actually starting to push K-Mag a little bit. And yeah. even Seth, that's why he was annoyed. Going back to why he was annoyed. He wanted the team to swap them round. Yeah. Because he thought that he was quicker than K-Mag. Yeah. I disagree with this. I disagree Walker, too. Because... You shouldn't just be like, oh, if that was, I don't know, let's say that was Ricardo in front of you or a McLaren in front of Mick, he would have to overtake him on the track. Yeah. So why is it just because his teammate that he goes? Do you know what? I'll just get out of the way. I don't think so. J- just go for it. No,
1: because like, the top teams normally do it when it's like their second driver is in ahead and and they want their first driver ahead, and I always think that that's wrong. Where Checo has to give way, or or the last couple of years Bottas would have to give way. It's not fair. You're a driver. You get past them. Well, That's my view on it. Team Waddles know... was
0: banned for a long time. Right, okay. So they brought it back. Basically, Ferrari were cheating. I oh, know, shock. Cheating again. <laughs> um, it was the classic uh radio message from to Felipe Massa saying, Fernando is faster than you. And it was basically it's very iconic because it was basically to say, like, get away, Fernando's way. Yeah. Um, they were also the team, Ferrari was the team that was the reason why the rule got introduced because at uh, it was called the A1 ring back in the day, the Red Bull ring. Um, Rubens Carlo, driving Ferrari stopped basically on the line to allow Michael Schumacher to take the lead and win. Right. I remember watching it live and I was thinking, that is just like, why? Yeah, that's not fair. Yeah, it wasn't fair at all. Um, so that was why I was brought in. I don't know if they need to bring that back in, but I, I don't like it. I just want to see the drivers go at each other. Like, yeah, keep it clean. By all means, don't take each other out, but just just race. That's yeah. what you're born to do. Just go racing. Yeah.
1: I, I agree with that. So, yeah, I can understand Schumacher being uh, annoyed because that's what teams do. But at the same time, I feel like if you've got the pace, then just overtake.
0: Yeah. And also, if, I don't know if the team said, no, don't overtake him. That's the only thing I wasn't sure about. And yeah. if, if they're doing that, then I think that is wrong and I would be annoyed. But if you're annoyed that your teammates not getting out of the way just because you've asked nicely, I would have been like, no. W- K-Mag's the kind of guy that's not going to roll over for that kind of He's stuff not, anyway. no. Um. And that was pretty much a sprint. So we had Max winning, get eight points for that, and then Leclerc and then Sainz. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much a sprint. Overall, I think it was one of the better sprint races we've had.
1: Yes. I want to say Brazil was quite good.
0: Brazil was the best one for me. Yeah. Because Lewis was on an absolute tear and he had that rocket yes, ship engine That, in that
1: was really good. Um, and he made all his way all the way up. A little bit like what uh, Perez did th- this week, but... Not as good.
0: But if I look, if unrealistically, if if Checo was P six and Lewis didn't crash in qualifying, we wouldn't have got half the action we did.
1: No, true.
0: So you know, if, if that didn't happen and we had a normal qualifying, I do think that it would have been a totally different sprint, and it probably would have been fairly boring. Yeah, especially seeing as Alonso didn't even start because he's normally the sprint king, where he just goes nuts. In
1: them. I know. Yeah, he's he's had some shocking weeks. To be fair,
0: he has. Tyres are okay for plan B. Anyway, the Austrian Grand Prix. um, lap one was a bit of a nightmare for Checo, really. Uh, Checo and Russell came together at turn four, the notorious turn four, it seems like, because there's always problems here. Someone's always going wide or he's being forced off or whatever. But anyway, Checo and Russell came together. Checo got quite a bit of damage. Yeah. And the size of a baguette, Ted was saying. Um, although
1: we couldn't figure out what, what kind of baguette.
0: No, this is a problem for us, wasn't it? Because in the UK, anyway, you can get baguettes, but you can get them, they're almost like a meter long, a meter long, yeah. And then you can get like a 30 centimeter baguette as well, yeah. So I was like, hang on, like, are we talking like because he uh, said
1: supermarket when you go to supermarket, you get the really long ones, yeah, right. But when then he said, oh, pret and pret, you only get like, like the, the subway like fir- ones, yeah. yeah. So you were like well what kind of what kind of baguette are we talking about and i was also
0: thinking like are we talking like a 30 centimeter but then it's more like a a sourdough but i don't know so i mean like that that's more like an oval sort of ellipse sort of shape or is it like a long sort of thin baguette i don't know (laughs) (laughs) only ted knows i don't (laughs) know i didn't i didn't see the damage i didn't see a picture of the damage so i don't actually know if you know what sort of baguette he's talking about do let us know because um i've got no idea what sort of size baguette he's, he's talking about Anyway, Checo was basically done after I think lap one. He was pretty much right at the back, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, and then he, I think he retired on lap twenty-four, so it was a bit of a nightmare for Checo. Um, but Russell did get a five-second time penalty, which I totally agree with. Yeah. Um, and he did get some damage, so he had to come in to replace his front wing. So he did drop down the field initially.
1: I want to say he was like P eighteen. He was quite
0: far back. He was wasn't very he? far back. Yeah. But then obviously the main sort of story, I've totally forgot about this, is that Ferrari seemed very fast compared to the sprint.
1: Yes, very fast. I'm not sure where they got their
0: spicy it, engine from. It was it was strange, wasn't it? How um, in the sprint they couldn't really get close to Max, but they were all over him. I yeah. think Charles got past him like three times mm-hmm. um, yeah. and fairly easily as well. Max just didn't have an answer all, all weekend, really. Leclerc ended up winning, spoiler alert, um, But he just looked on it, didn't he? He just looked really focused, really went for max. Mm -hmm. No sort of messing around, just going to get past him, pull away. The only thing that we did have that was a bit scary is that he had a sticky throttle.
1: Yes. Um, And I actually thought that he wasn't going to make the end of the race.
0: No. In classic Ferrari fashion, it would have been that he was just going to win and then something went wrong. Um, And for those of you that don't know what sticky throttle is, it's basically where either it takes a little while to come back up or to push it down. It's a bit slow in terms of responsiveness. I think it was actually coming up, wasn't it? It's that it was stuck on constantly around 20 to 30%. Even when he wasn't accelerating, the car was trying to accelerate yeah. that whole time. Yeah. Um, so like the slow corner at three, he said was difficult because he's obviously, the car almost is wanting to go forward as you're wanting to brake. So you've got brake earlier. It's obviously then trying to still accelerate when you're not wanting to. So it's actually understeering in the car- corner as well. So a bit of a nightmare. He was actually losing quite a bit of time towards mm. the end. I think Max actually would have got him.
1: Yeah. If there was a couple more laps And go. I think he was lucky that there were two cars in between as well. Uh, I think it's Norris and...
0: Is it back markers then? must have been.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously um, Max still had to get...
0: Clear them. Yeah. yeah.
1: Which I think is what, what caused him um, to slow down a little bit.
0: Yeah, so obviously very happy for Leclerc. Brings that title battle a little bit closer towards him, twenty-five points. Yeah. But on the other side of the garage, our one of our faves, Carlos.
1: I know it was really sad. It's
0: gone up in flames for him. So he was he had a, he was having a great race actually. Was yeah. sort of not on Leclerc's pace, but was not far off it, pushing uh, Verstappen and Leclerc along nicely. Yeah. Um, looked like he was actually going to get second place just as he was about to overtake Verstappen. His car went bang. I know spectacularly as well like it actually like fired bits of the engine like through the side pods was then on fire um he struggled to get out of the car as well the marshals were a bit slow for me like yeah. you could see it was on fire quite quickly um they're a bit slow the the fire extinguishers the car was actually rolling back i don't know why but when i was learning i thought this that when you're on a hill you turn the steering wheel so that you 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 actually the car falls into the curb so it doesn't move yeah i don't know if they don't have many hills and stuff in in spain but I thought Carlos, you know, you, you turn, you turn the, the car. Maybe it's a safety thing in F one that you have to keep the car wheels straight or something, mm. or the release doesn't happen if the car. You have to is also straight. think
1: that there may be a bit of panic that your car is on fire. That you might not think about that. That
0: is true. That is very true, actually. If a car's on fire, I'll be thinking, "Screw this! I'm getting out. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be. I don't want to be turning a the wheel,
1: making sure that you're you're into the curb. you are just you're just getting out.
0: Yeah. That's the only thing I could think. Of. They did manage to somehow, I think they wedged it with something, but, Gloves, um, I
1: think it was.
0: I'm not sure. I think he actually had a wedge underneath the gloves. I oh, think. right. Okay. Because um, I was thinking, there's no way gloves are Because I looked at you I was thinking, oh, the gloves aren't going to do that on the replay. I think <laughs> there was actually something that stopped it. Um, but no, he got out okay. I I I'm assuming he's okay because I didn't he didn't he, look he got any fire or anything. No, on right.
1: and I think there's a footage of one of the stewards asking if he's okay and, and yeah. he put a thumbs up, he was fine.
0: Um but there was a brief where I was like, Oh hang on, like that, that's going up in flames quite quick quickly. He needs to get out. Yeah. Um and I hate that, is the way he's just like, just, just get out And he just it just sometimes says a little bit, a couple of seconds too long, and um yeah, you start going oh like Ooh. And I actually panned away from it as well. They 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 cut the yeah. So I was like, oh, don't do this now. Like, I just want to check that like, he's actually got out of the car. Yeah. Um, but it was it was all fine. It's fine, everyone. He's fine. Um, I think he's just a bit mentally drained after that because, you know, Charles got 25 points in him. Max has got another 19 points in him. And he's just that bit further away in a championship as well. Yeah. I also feel like maybe his title challenge is gone now as well. Do you think? I don't know because halfway through the season. Yeah, it is halfway
1: through the season. And I mean, there's still a lot that could happen. So we'll see.
0: Yeah. So moving on to obviously Ferrari's main title rivals in Red Bull, we already mentioned Checo having a, a tough weekend. Um, and then Max obviously won the sprint race. That was really good. He looked a bit untouchable. Didn't have the pace. The tires just got away from him constantly. Yeah. He like three times. I yeah. I was
1: going to say that he pitted three times. Um, he found it again in the end. Yeah. Uh, he was getting quicker again. So um, I can't remember what tires he was on at the beginning, but I don't know if it was mediums. just. the mediums. Oh, okay. Then he was on the mediums when he finished as well. So that doesn't.
0: I think it might have been the fuel load. I think that's the first time they were on big, fat, heavy cars. Right. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if the, the tires just went straight through them. Because yeah. the sprint would have been a third of the race distance. So yes. it could have easily done that. Because I think he stopped on like lap 13, Max, the end of lap 13, I think it was. And the the sprint was 23 laps.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was something like that. Like it shouldn't. It didn't make sense in my head. Yeah. The only thing I
0: could think of is that it's actually, it must've just been the, the fact that it was a heavier, fatter car at that point.
1: Yeah. That's the point.
0: Um, but yeah, anyway, Max didn't really have the pace to keep up with the Ferraris this weekend. No. Um he looked actually very relieved that he finished second and got fastest lap. I think he would have taken that. Yeah. And I think...
1: Well, at one point, it was looking like he was going to be P3.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think... we were men- I mentioned this to you when we were watching. I was thinking, this is the first time that I've sort of seen Max sort of look mature in the sense where he was like, do you know what? I'm leading the championship by quite a way. I don't need to win this race. I just need to finish this race. And if I can get a podium, I'll happily take that. Yeah. Because he quickly realized that he was in a bit of a... In a bit of a situation here, yeah, and I feel like you know we've men- I've mentioned this to you before, but last year at Silverstone, he didn't need to be back pushing Hamilton that hard on that first lap because he couldn't let Lewis gone go and then got him later on maybe or just finish second and he would have had so many more points than he would have done. Yeah. I feel like he's learned a little bit from that, and if Max is learning to do that kind of stuff this is really scary because mm. we're starting to get a bit of a monster of a driver that's actually starting to use his brain in terms of being smart as well.
1: Yeah. And I think th- definitely racing um, Leclerc, he has to have, he's had to be smart uh, yeah. where to overtake and, and things like that. So maybe, yeah, you're, you're probably right.
0: Cause even Leclerc, um, we said earlier on in the season that Leclerc's almost outsmarting Max, whereas Max is still being raw, almost a frustrated child. But he didn't look like that today. No, He really didn't. And yeah. I, I, I'm, yeah, as I say, we could be witnessing something scary with Max. I think.
1: Yeah, there was good driving, even with him and Lewis. Like, I was kind of on the edge of my seat a little bit. Like, oh, don't, don't mess this up. But they, they were fine.
0: I think we've seen Lewis multiple times this year. He can go wheel to wheel. He only ever seems to be with Max that he couldn't. And to be honest, Max I thought was very good wheel to wheel. There's one that I was a little bit. I'm in an R and on about. Um, but we'll get onto that a bit later because that comes up in another section. Um, but overall, yeah, I think Max is, we did very well all weekend mm-hmm. and um looked very good. Uh, Mercedes had a very good recovery. They had a bit, of a, a bit of a tough Friday, didn't they? Yeah. So they're looking good. Lewis and George, well, Lewis more than George, was sort of set in purple sectors in qualifying. Looked like he might be up there on the front row or top, you know, top three. Um, and then they both put it in the wall. <laughs>
1: I know. Um I actually got to see that bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: three. It was in yeah, it was interesting. It was very un characteristic of Lewis. Um and again of, of,
0: of, George, of as well, George as well. Of George as
1: well. They don't it's, they're not drivers that normally crash. Um and that resulted in their is it new parts they had yeah, the already? the rear wings were new. Um they had to they obviously didn't have that, so it cost them a little bit.
0: It did hinder their performance a little bit, but um Lewis managed to get another podium.
1: Yeah, somehow.
0: Uh, I think it's his third in the row. So they're get they're gradually getting getting there with this car. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think. And George came P4. I was thinking that that is probably as good a weekend a recovery as you could probably hope for. Really.
1: Yeah, it's really good compared to what they've done in other. Yeah, like earlier on in the season, they were nowhere near that.
0: No, and if you kind of think that, if Checo was still in the race and science engine didn't go, they probably would have comfortably finished fifth and sixth, which is roughly where they are as well. So I feel like that's a little bit inflated. Yeah, yeah. Um, because of the two DNS for the Ferrari and the Red Bull there. But even so, um, with a sort of hindered performance, that's still pretty impressive. And I do want to see if if Mercedes can get in there, it doesn't have to be Mercedes, but if another team can get up to the speed of Red Bull and Ferrari. Or if Red Bull and Ferrari are pegged back with these new floor regulations or whatever that come in, technical directive, and we get more of a midfield battle going on towards the top end for the races, this will be so good. It will be amazing to see like a three-way battle or like a, I don't know, six teams going for race wins. That would be amazing to see. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of other teams, Alpine looked very fast, very, very fast. Ocon, P5, and Alonso, I want to say he's P10, but I think he's currently being investigated for something.
1: Oh yeah yeah.
0: Um I don't remember what it was for now though. It
1: was uh so it was unsafe release from the pit stop. Um they they pitted um he was let out for a lap but he said he could feel vibrations so then they pitted him the next lap and they think that race control thought that that meant that the wheels weren't on properly. Oh okay yeah. So I they they will explain that and uh hope that they don't get a penalty.
0: Right. That makes sense. I I think I I think I actually heard Art Ma say that it was fine. It's just that they wanted to change tires with the lap afterwards. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit weird, but we'll see what it is. But go, just going back to Alpine's pace, um, they look really quick. They look really quick. They do. To yeah. the point where I think they're probably I don't think they're on Mercedes level, but they're I think catching could, up. I think they could start pushing them soon yeah. because Alonso's putting in some great laps in qualifying as well.
1: Yeah, he just needs a bit better luck on the Sundays. Yeah. If it, well, all, altogether, I feel like a lot of things happen to Alonso and he hasn't really been able to prove his speed yet.
0: No. O- Ocon is having a fantastic season. Yeah. Um, really proving the doubters wrong. Um, us being those at times during the yeah. season. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he, he looks good. He's, he's turning into a really solid driver, actually, Ocon, um, which I didn't really know if he would ever get there but again like we said before similar with Mick similar with Carlos getting his win Mick getting points Ocon getting that win last year yeah you just build from it and you just they take off um yeah so it's quite good to see that um and another team that looked quick was also Haas
1: yes they've kind of come back from what they were like in the beginning of the yeah. year um they've now I think they got some upgrades um and so they obviously seem to be working
0: yeah good to see Mick I think Mick finished sixth um got driver of the day or voted for driver of the day which i could probably agree with that i think yeah he, did very he well. had
1: to fend off a lot of drivers and he also
0: did some good actual racing as well his race craft actually looked quite good yeah um, it was quite
1: interesting at one point it was like five of them uh yes that Kevin, was fantastic wasn't it um mick nando
0: joe and alonso jo
1: and alonso. Alonso? Was mm-hmm. alonso yeah the five of them like kind of
0: driving together it but, seemed uh, like imagine if that's for the race lead I, I, know, kn- I know there yeah. was strategy involved and some of them were on newer tires and some of them weren't, but that was, w- and they didn't, they didn't make contact or anything. No. I was thinking that's a good spread of drivers there. You've got Joe's obviously rookie, Fernando, who's ancient at this point. Yeah. It's <laughs> about a thousand years old. Um, but, you know, they're class drivers. They, they've they got super licenses and they're the top, you know, in theory, top 20 drivers in the world. Yeah. Um, and it, that was just good to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, as I say, Alpine were up there, Haas looked quick. I just want to see more teams get up there and we could get some some really exciting racing going on as we saw a little bit. And then finally on to probably one of the biggest topics this weekend. I don't fully know why it's so big, but track limits and just stewarding just in general. Now, we did touch a little bit on this earlier, but there's one that I want to come back to before we go like properly at it because we did talk about it earlier, but... Um Alonso being pushed off the track by Yuki and Alonso giving him the well, not the finger, not the bird, but just, just wag- wagging waggling his, his
1: finger. It feels funny.
0: Bad Yuki is almost yeah. what you were was saying, wasn't it? Um but what I want to know is that he obviously pushed him onto the grass. Alonso didn't like that, and I didn't like that. You don't need to do that. You can give them enough space. And as Alonso yeah. always says, you always need to leave enough space for a car. You're not going to put them in danger. Yeah. Now where you've got white lines, right? Max, at the beginning of the race, he, in the sprint, he squeezed Leclerc actually over that white line. But because it was tarmac there, Johnny Herbert was like, that's fine. He didn't put him in a wall. Yeah. But I was like, how is that actually, if, that was, if that's grass, how is that actually different? You see what I mean? I feel like there is, I don't actually think Max did anything too wrong. And I've said this before, that Max will push it to a point where he then goes, the stewards are now going to make a decision.
1: Yes and I think also Max knew that by pushing Leclerc into the tarmac he wasn't actually causing danger. Yes. So if it was grass or if it was a wall I don't think he would have done it. Um so that is the difference and and again it might just be that there needs to be having a look at what the tracks are actually at as what the what the tracks are actually like and where they need to make some changes.
0: I just think that Get rid of all the tarmac off it and literally just put grass there or something or gravel or something, a real deterrent to stop drivers going on it. Yeah. And they won't go on it.
1: Yeah. And then there's no need for the FIA having to look into all these uh, penalties, which no. was ridiculous. I was saying it's a little bit like Oprah uh meme where yeah. it goes uh, you get a penalty and you get a penalty yeah. and everybody get, get a penalty you get, TV,
0: you get tv yes that's a great meme <laughs> um it was very much like that and a lot of drivers are saying it's ridiculous and all this but i was a bit like hang on a second they've said this from the off they're going to be strict on track rule track yeah. limits and stuff which i agree with i just think that the drivers need to almost get in their head i know the visibility is bad but just just go don't push it as much like you said right if you say you can't, none of the wheel can go over that white line yeah they will push it all the way up to it, yeah. regardless regardless of the rules. They're going to go right up to the line anyway.
1: Yeah, but they wouldn't go
0: beyond it. No, because they're not allowed to go beyond it. Yeah. So it's just like they would have to adapt their driving style to that. And I think it's just this is just one of the tracks where you almost can get away with it. Um, and they kind of have put like serrated things in that damage to cars. And, you know, they've had a lot of sausage curbs and stuff, which... I don't get why why they're trying to invent these fancy things. Sausage curbs, in my opinion, I've seen a lot of articles about it this week. They're basically ramps. These cars again, air. There was a big crash today at Monza in the World Endurance Championship. I don't know if anyone else has seen it. And Aston Martin goes into one of the chicanes, loses the rear, hits a sausage curb because it's a chicane. They think, oh, we'll put sausage curbs here. Very similar to Joe, hits it and then rolls down the next straight almost. And it goes Mm -hmm. into the barrier. And you're thinking... That all could have been avoided if we don't have those stupid sausage curbs. If that's just grass, he's going to lose the rear end and he'll go in rear. He'll go into the barriers rear, but that's what the barriers are designed to do. Yeah. They're not designed to flip them up. And it's just, I'm going on a massive rant here, but I don't understand, well, we've got all this technology, but sometimes technology isn't the way. We don't need serrated curbs. We don't need sausage curbs. Just put good old fashioned grass in or gravel and it will be a deterrent enough that they won't do it. Because at the moment, all they're doing is they're going, I can go over there a little bit and it's fine.
1: Yeah. And then they get damaged to the floors of their cars or they go in the wrong way and lose it a little bit like Russell in his uh, thing with Perez. Yeah. It was kind of because he went over the curb, wasn't it? A
0: little bit, yeah. I, th- I think there's more that. The yeah. cars are just heavy. but
1: I know, but the point is little things like that could be avoided.
0: Yeah. Um, so as always, quickly, we're just going to do a race rundown to make sure we haven't missed anyone because it was a bit of a bonkers weekend. Um, so obviously, Charlotte Clerk won the... The Grand Prix came second in the sprint race, um, and that was flipped for Max Verstappen, who won the sprint, became second in the Grand Prix. Lewis P3, um, as I said, and George P4, a great recovery drive for Mercedes there. Uh, Ocon, I still can't believe how well he's doing this season. I'm expecting it to sort of drop off, but he didn't. He was actually the last car that wasn't lapped, if that makes sense. So he was the one. Only five cars were actually on. The leading lap, if that makes sense. So Ocon was one of those. That shows how good that pace in that car is. Um, And was only 10 seconds behind Russell there. Mm, Yeah. I I know Russell didn't have a great race, but even so, I just just think Ocon's been on it. Uh, Mick P6, again, class drop by Mick. I think Mick today was even better than he was yesterday in the sprint. Would Mm. you agree with that? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Almost did. He really was almost, I think he used his annoyance to build on that even more almost, didn't he?
1: Yeah, Uh, a Lewis trait.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lando P7. We didn't actually mention McLaren at all. I said Ricardo would finish ahead of Lando very optimistically, stupidly, probably. Um but he was P7 and Ricardo there in P9. So that's a good chunk of points for McLaren actually.
1: Yeah, and uh Lando was one of the people that got a 5-second penalty, I think.
0: He was. Yeah, he was, yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's quite good of him to manage to get up there
0: for for track limits as he was well he's also
1: using what what uh martin brundle said asthmatic
0: engine yes or was so, it crofty no it no one it was brundle so yeah. basically it wasn't running at optman i think it so he had in fp1 if I remember correctly he's had a fire I think in the back of his right, car right okay so they changed the engine I think they put he said it's an asthmatic one. It's one that's got a lot of mileage on it, basically. It's not going right. to be as efficient. Okay, okay. So the fact that he's actually done that well in it is, yeah. is quite impressive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. P8, Kevin Magnusson. Again, has sixth and eighth. Again, second weekend in a row where they picked up some decent points. Yeah, it's quite good. Um, Ricardo, as we said, uh, P9 for that, Mer- that Mercedes, McLaren. McLaren, Mercedes. Mercedes and McLaren, they just do my head in. I just mm. M's. I don't know why. Do you get... Am I the only one that struggles with that?
1: Um, yeah, I don't get them mixed up.
0: Uh, it's just me.
1: I get the alphas mixed up.
0: Yeah, but that makes more sense because they're actually alphas. Why do I get McLarens mixed up? I don't know. We'll move on. Uh, Fernando Alonso, currently P10. That may change. I think he'll be all right, though, to be honest. With that penalty, possibly occurring Curran with the pit stop. Uh, Valtteri Bottas, P11... He is one driver, apparently, that is hoping that Fernando gets a penalty. So then yeah. he will be, he'll he be able to point. get a point. Um, yeah, I was going to say that he looked all right in that, actually, that Um not Didn't see too much of him at all, though. Um, another driver didn't see much of at all, but did very well. Alex Alvin. We mentioned that they had upgrades last weekend. I still think he had the upgrades this weekend, I think. Yes, um, yes, they did. And he seems to have done quite well. Mm-hmm. Uh, bar, quite a
1: race than yesterday yeah
0: I was going to say the sprint he, he was getting in a bit of a mess uh, during that but um, no he was alright uh, P13 launch Stroll I don't think I saw much of Stroll at all to be honest
1: uh, we did see some of Stroll when uh, he didn't
0: stop for ages did
1: he no so th- so he was kind of in the midfield battle even though I kind of felt like it was a bit pointless because he was going to pit at some point and, and and lose all those positions but he was there. He was there and, and he made good entertaining watching.
0: Yeah, mixing and mingling. Um, 14th was Guan Yu Zhou or Zhou Guan Yu. Um, I, do you know what? I was very critical of him early on, but I, th- I feel like he's actually proven his worth a little bit. I think. Yeah, I think, I think he's uh, been I, doing really well. I think um, currently we've reached a midpoint. I think he would easily keep that seat alone. Would you agree with that?
1: I would agree with that.
0: Yeah, He's one that I thought might be under a bit of pressure. Same as Mick, but I think currently I would say...
1: Yeah, I think you yeah, are doing all right. Maybe it is the the rumours of being swapped out that kind of gets them. Some people like do really well under under pressure. Others don't.
0: Yeah, Jovanatse was one that needed a, a lot of pressure to do well. I yeah, think. yeah, but um, I think
1: it just came a bit too late.
0: Yeah, and he was a little bit unlucky, wasn't he? But, um, I love GL. I thought he was great. Yeah. Uh, P. Fifteen. Pierre Gasly. Awful weekend. Um, he got. A penalty for knocking Sebastian Vettel off, as we said. He also then got a five-second penalty for um, track limits.
1: Yeah. And then it looked like the FIA weren't happy with
0: his five-second penalty. So looking into that. Um, Yeah. It's just a bit of an eye. I feel like he's been probably the biggest disappointment so far this season. I was expecting a lot more from him.
1: Yeah, but I mean, looking at Sonoda. I just think it's more the performance of the car rather than performance of the drivers.
0: But I feel like there's a lot of silly mistakes that Gazzy's making that he wouldn't have made last year. Right, I wonder okay. if he's liking too much stuff on Instagram and just isn't like properly focusing on the driver. I'm not <laughs> sure if he's liking as he's going along. <laughs> I haven't seen the onboards, but I wonder if he's just got his phone in there going like... Like it? Double good. tap and then puts it back in his... Uh, no,
1: side. apparently, if anything, it makes his... Uh, uh, coordination much better because he's like not coordination. It's like Reactions reaction time. That's the one I'm
0: thinking because he's like. How many? How many likes do you reckon he could get in on that straight on the back straight? You know the one at the tops. So you come at the top of turn three. You're going down towards turn four, where everyone seems to knock each other off. Where oh, maybe that's why he did knock Vettel off. Maybe he was liking. Maybe
1: he was liking a picture. I reckon
0: that's it. I reckon. Huh? I'm trying to work out my head. Like I'm not on Instagram much, but if you scroll. Double tap, scroll, double tap. I reckon he could get about ten in, do you reckon? Mm. I don't know. Let's know. How I many likes? like you reckon he could get in on that back straight, the top straight? Austria. I reckon he could get about ten in, maybe. Um anyway, we've got way too sidetracked there. Uh P sixteen, Yuki Snowder, his teammate. Bar him getting told off by Al- Alonso, I don't remember too much with Sonoda. But again, P sixteen can't have been amazing.
1: Yeah, no, I don't remember. I did I do remember seeing him driving but i don't i don't remember anything that's like stands out that he did
0: no uh p17 seb uh, I, I love seb i think he's class uh had his b helmet this weekend which i like he did with, for yeah. his b hotel that he's made
1: he's opening a second b hotel yeah. maybe we can stay there
0: uh, what, what do you reckon they're called <laughs>
1: um i don't know b hotel does Honey it delicious it, does does it need a name? Be
0: beautiful. <laughs> it's got. It's got to have a name. The, Sebastian Vettel names his cars, although apparently he hasn't named this year's car yet. Still hasn't got a name for it.
1: Mm, does that mean that it's, it's probably really a bad. swear word or something?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No. He, he seems to just struggle this weekend. He seemed quite frustrated. Um, I do feel like I still feel like that Aston has got performance. They just can't quite get it. I would be really frustrated if I was. Launched or not launched or lawrence or you're pumping a lot of money into this team, you've basically copied one of the best cars on the grid, and then another team, Mim Williams, we, one of your rivals, has copied it and seems to be going further ahead than you. Yeah, like, it's like they can't even copy well anymore. No. So like, I, I don't know, I don't know what's going on there. But I really like Aston. I like the brand. I like the colour of the car. I like Seb, I want to see him do well. It just doesn't seem to quite happen, does it? No. Um, Carlos Sainz, obviously car was on fire. We were a bit disappointed by that, especially just as he's about to get Max as well. Gutted. Um, Latifi was also not classified. Um, I didn't even know that, did you?
1: Yeah, so he, um...
0: In the old spec Williams, I assume. I don't actually know if he had the upgrades or not.
1: Oh, uh, I, that, I don't know. He was
0: a lot slower than Alban, though.
1: Yeah, and it was something to do with the car, um... The car didn't feel right, and and he felt like it was uh, unsafe to drive. But I can't remember why why it felt unsafe to drive. Now
0: wasn't a sticky pedal.
1: No, it wasn't a sticky pedal.
0: But anyway, that, he he didn't finish. He wasn't classified. Went out on lap forty eight, and then obviously Checo was the other one that didn't finish, and that was the top twenty. Oh, all twenty, because the top twenty is all of them. All of Don't them. Don't know why I've said top twenty. <laughs> Versappen um, obviously scored the fastest lap so he got 19 points or the extra point to take him up to 19 uh, Gasly received a 5 second time penalty for causing a collision which I don't think he served, that's why it's in the notes and Vettel also got a 5 second time penalty on the last lap for exceeding track limits are Okay for plan B Questions Ooh, Questions
1: uh, We've got one from Dexo Hello Dexo uh, which driver has finished second in the championship the most times? We had a little discussion.
0: Yes. Now, it wouldn't surprise me if it's Lewis Hamilton, because Lewis Hamilton seems to have every single record in the world. But I, I don't know. think it is Lewis Hamilton.
1: I don't think it is Lewis Hamilton. But we think Lewis was about three three
0: times. Three or four times, I think he's got. Yeah. I think it may be Rubens Barrichello. Okay. Because he was at Ferrari when he was Schumacher's teammate. A few years and he came second, he must have come second quite a few years in that. Although Hackenan was round when I think of Hackenan, what I just think about is his farty seat now as well. Um, <laughs> if you don't know about Hackenan's farts, that's from <laughs> last week. Um, so it could be Rubens Bagello, he also came second, I think, or maybe he didn't come second in 2009 because Seb was close then as well.
1: We also talked about um Alonzo being close, yeah, a close a couple of times, a couple of times, um. And when we say close, we mean close to winning. So they would naturally be the second. Yeah. Bottas.
0: Bottas could be.
1: Could be. Although I don't know how many. But Verstappen Seb, Seb got. was
0: close as well. Yeah. Verstappen, I think got. Oh, I don't know if Seb. Has Verstappen ever, Verstappen ever finished second? Twenty twenty. But I still feel like the uh, Red Bull weren't that quick at that point, were they? Right. It was still Mercedes dominating. I'm not sure, Dexter, I'm not sure where this is going to go because I'm also not sure 90s and 80s in like, terms of who came second. So I know Mansell won one, but he was around for a long time. So I'm not sure how many times he would have got close to that as well. So it could be someone like that. Right. But that's, that, I, I, I wouldn't know that if that makes sense. I, I'm not sure. My yeah. answer is I'm not sure. If I had to go with one, I'm going to go Barrichello. Okay. Who are you going to go with?
1: Mm, I might go with Lewis.
0: Just because he gets everything?
1: Yeah. Yeah, hmm. it would be because you remember when when we looked up who has the most um, second Bottas. places on on podium, and we thought Bossas must be it. No, it's Lewis. it was Lewis.
0: Lewis has got first and second
1: the most times. He might
0: even have third this year currently as well. He's got third what four times? Now? Four
1: times, yeah. With a, with a crap car, that's crazy, no? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not but crap. It's, it's not that bad though. It's just not winning compared races, to what it? they normally have. Yeah. Um, Our second question is from Brad. Hello, Brad. Um, If you have a chance, if you have...
0: If you had the chance, shall shall I read it for you? Okay, fine. If you had the chance to give a challenge to drivers on the grid, what would you give them, what what would you get them to do, basically? Yeah. come with that.
1: So uh, Brad is saying that he thinks it would be fun to pit some teams against each other in escape rooms. I think that's really good.
0: That would be a great one.
1: Yeah um it's a, sort of the thing that they do on like on the grid where they try to see how tall all the drivers are the only, th- th-
0: the only thing i have th- yeah but that one when they're tall they all just lied they all Lando just lied is nowhere near as tall as he said he was
1: you know it's, uh, i don't know why they they why chose they to ask them? the drivers I rather than know. just it's go
0: by i'm sure like on their passport um, maybe not on british passports but on other passports and stuff they have their I don't know and stuff on it yeah my Why? passport or, does I don't know this is a revolutionary idea measure them yourself once you're there but
1: I thought that maybe like because they are F1 drivers that F1 would have some sort of
0: oh they, they weigh them all the time so maybe they might yeah they must have the them. height somewhere uh, do you know what I've just thought there's a great clip where Ted is interviewing Danny Ricciardo and they're asking him to measure something it's like his chest oh, or something yeah <laughs> and then he goes to go to the bathroom and get the other measurement <laughs> <laughs> and then ted's like oh you had to go down there to that level didn't you <laughs> but he's dead serious as well we're kind of like do you want me to go to the bathroom and get the other measurement
1: that's why it makes it funny oh it's great so back to the question
0: do you know what? i i i hate doing the plank you know the the exercise where you're trying to do your abdominals yeah. and stuff like that where you've got to do the plank i think i'd get him to do the plank see one who could do the longest plank because that's quite interesting because they'll be super competitive i reckon alonso would be nuts here for some reason yeah
1: i could see that
0: um but then i think you could also like quiz them on certain aspects of the car you know how like helmut marco got lando to go um yeah so how um, how
1: heavy the car was yeah and he had no idea <laughs> and then he said max Verstappen stuff would know <laughs> how awkward
0: <laughs> i think that's the funniest thing i oh, speaking of helmut marco he's basically come out and written an article slagging off all the F1 drivers for Red Bull, Bar, Max and Seb. Yeah. Funny enough, the two that have won them a title. But everyone else, he's like ripping into them.
1: Yeah. Probably not the the most um uh, liked person at the moment.
0: I mean, Red Bull make me laugh because they are super successful. Like I'm not that big a fan of Christian Horner or Helen Marco, but you've got to take your hat off them because they are super successful in what they do. Yeah. But just the way they go about stuff, sometimes I'm like, it can't be that fun being in that environment, surely. No. Yeah. I mean, the way they've treated drivers like Gasly, for example, I just feel like it just can't be that fun for them, can it? And like how, imagine if Lando, Lando was never going to be a Red Bull driver because he's not that, he's not engineered, he's not wired like that, is he? To know every single thing about the
1: car. No, no. Not at
0: that age as well.
1: Well, it, I don't think it matters at age. Um, I think it's more like his personality. Lando just drives; he doesn't care about mm-hmm. how much the car weighs and what is that that makes the car go. It just goes for him, yeah. you know. Um, whereas I think like knowing how much the car weighs is more of an engineer's problem.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that is true.
1: Um, I think it. I think like a, a mini golf would be quite mini
0: golf though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you love mini golf it's because you win
1: uh yeah maybe but it's i
0: don't know how you win no, no not being offensive here but like i, I don't know it's just what, what is it
1: you is... you normally say jammy
0: yeah you are a bit jammy yeah well, we've done mini golf before you just somehow you turn into like tiger woods you just putting them from <laughs> miles away and i'm like hang on a second <laughs> Oh,
1: it just doesn't add up because you don't play golf. I don't play golf. I've never ha- I've never played golf.
0: No, I'm not. It's Just mini golf. Yeah, just mini golf. But Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you're a bit of a pro.
1: Maybe. Um, but it, but I, I was thinking the drivers, a lot of them play golf.
0: They do, yeah.
1: And um, I think mini golf being like a shorter stint of, and it's also not so much, I don't feel like it's on a lot of skill. I think a lot of it's luck with mini golf.
0: I would disagree with that. <laughs> I would disagree with that. Okay, well. I mean, there is a certain element of luck, maybe yeah. with you. Yeah, with me, it's it's all luck. <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like, I don't know. The only thing that I worry about is if you're getting them to do like nine holes or 18 holes or something, that's like a full day. That's not like something you can get them to do quickly. Because you know when you see them do like, I don't know, when they first went to, you know, they went to like Miami or something, they did some American football stuff and all of that Things I don't think they spend a lot of time there, so it has to be quite quick. Whereas Mini golf
1: like a, is normally about nine holes. That's what I mean. But it's like a half but it's an like, hour thing. Yeah, yeah, half an hour to an and hour. Then day, so like, yeah. And then you normally go
0: on a date. It's normally a date, isn't it? So yeah, they're going to hold hands. Then you go. and
1: Then you have food afterwards, or yeah. you can have four depending. Yeah,
0: or maybe you could like I don't know, you could share like a box of chips or something. You get some dips. <laughs> you hold hands. Like imagine K Mag and uh, I was going to say Michael Schumacher. That'd be a bit weird, but Mick Schumacher just holding hands. They go to the next hole. Yeah. I think I'd get Ted there as well just to bring some.
1: Ted is so good. He's great.
0: Some awkward comicalness that he just get, The situations he gets into is it's just. Hilarious.
1: I just don't understand them, but they're so funny.
0: Yeah. So you, you're going mini golf.
1: I think that'd be really good.
0: And then I would have them do the plank and ask them questions. I think that's then. a bit boring. <laughs> right. Well, no, I didn't have too much time to think about it because I didn't read Brad's question until now. Um, mini golf. Who would you say would do well? Because I said Alonso would do well with a plank. Do you know I'll, I'll Yuki. Well, why? I don't know. I think you'd get too angry. Do you reckon? I, I think he'd lose his... You've got to be quite calm. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'd be too so angry. I was going to chuck out Seb. I think this is right up to Seb's alley. Do you think? Yeah, he's got a bit of an engineer's mind. Okay. Right? he will work out. You'll get a good stroke on it. He's quite calm. The bees will be flying around him. He'll be very happy. Bliss. Just stroking. I
1: don't think that there's anything to work out in mini golf.
0: Not for you because you're (laughs) jammy.
1: No, but like, other
0: than there's the, you just, I can't believe the ball. Do you know how hard golf is? Do you know there's a whole sport that they pay millions of pounds to the professionals? Yes, but there's a difference between golf and mini golf. Mini golf is something that you do. Right, so on a normal green, right, you've got to get it in a hole. In mini golf, they've got ramps, clowns, windmills, all of these stupid stuff going on. Exactly. That's, that's harder so than you just normal. hit
1: the ball and hope for the best. Have you seen Happy Gilmore? No.
0: Uh, I think you should watch Happy Gilmore when he goes uh, to the mini golf section. Just tap and tap, 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 tap.
1: And if you've seen Happy Gilmore, that we'll if probably exactly. make sense. Yeah,
0: but <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, feel, I feel like mini golf might be harder than actual golf. I don't know how we've ended up this far away from F1
1: no this is answering the question
0: i know but i still feel like we definitely go on a tangent where we just get lost in the questions um but i love i love the questions because they're they're always fantastic so if you ever have a question that you want us to answer like brad and dexo chuck them in there in the comments on youtube or on instagram and we will get them in the next podcast Mm -hmm. and i think that's it i don't think there's anything else we need to do it's been quite a long one today
1: Probably because it's been sprint weekend. It's been sprint weekend,
0: so we've got yeah. a whole other race that we had to dissect. Podcast next week, you're doing it.
1: Yeah, again, as with mini golf, I'm just winging it, so I've not not don't know what we're not be. sure.
0: We're not sure what that's going to be yet. Um, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic, though.
1: Oh, amazing! Yeah,
0: <laughs> so it's, it's going to be <laughs> mini golf dissected technique. No, it's not. Um, it'll be something on F1 because we're an F1 podcast. Um, it'll be funny if it wasn't um but yeah we'll be back with that next week obviously no race the next race is paul ricard in two weeks time as always check us out not just on youtube if you listen to youtube or spotify wherever you listen to it we do have multiple ways to listen to it as i said spotify apple music amazon on our website on youtube we're also on instagram so follow us on instagram as well And that is everything, I think. So Mm -hmm. have a good week, everyone. Um, And we will see you in next week's episode. Take care. See ya. Tires are okay for plan
1: B.